Hello, and welcome back to the Sister Speakers Podcast. How how's it going? Hi. Yeah, it's going well this week. We've seen the sun. So it definitely helps. And our negative temperatures are creeping up. So yeah, we're we're doing good. We're doing a lot better over here. How about you? I love how like every conversation that you start with people in Wisconsin is like about how's it going? So wow, this weather. I mean, we're now those like that's what that's what happens. This is this is our life. I mean, like Yes. Well, and also because it impacts my mood so much, it's always like, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, the sun's out. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. oh, I haven't seen the sun in 10 days. I'm horribly depressed and don't want to go anywhere or do anything. Yes, exactly. Well, so today, what are we what are we going to dive into today? So, well, you I want you to set it up because this was one of your one of your topics. Yeah. So I was on a walk, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and I was probably just feeling a bit frustrated just with job searches and and just trying to honestly, trying to figure out like how to make money in a way that I won't hate my life. And so that, that's I mean, that truly- very hard. Yeah, I mean it's just it's a it's an honest question and and I just was kind of thinking about that a little bit on my walk and and then inevitably the the passion versus purpose popped into my head and I was like well what exactly is what, what does it mean to have passion and what does it mean to have a purpose how do they differ why do I care? Why does everybody say find your passion or find your purpose and you'll be like good to go? Or, you know, it's always in that like do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, you know, bullshit. And I don't know, it's just kind of rolling around in my head. So I just I wanted to dive into what the what is it, what are passions? What is a purpose? What happens when you don't know what they are, or maybe you do know what they are, and why does it matter? What? Why do we even need to know these things? So, I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole with these, and I I just thought it would be good to to chat about it. And I do have to say too, this is such a privileged conversation to have. Um, just like with anything that we've been doing, it is a privileged place to be to sit yeah. here and to ponder these things. And so I just, it's like a little disclaimer, like this is a privileged conversation. So with that being said, I was diving into some of the research. And yes, there are differences between passions and purpose. So I'm just going to get to it. So yes, please define them. Okay. So what is a passion so or passions we're going to have lots of them so passions are usually connected with our emotions and passions can come and go throughout life they're going to evolve with us as we grow older and just as we evolve they tend to be more inwardly focused so they're about us what brings us joy and we typically will experience flow with them when we're doing them. And yeah, that's 
that's what passions are. So with that definition, I think about like when I was younger, I loved to figure skate. It was a passion of mine. I would get up before I even had to go to school and I would figure skate. And it was just, it was a passion of mine. And sadly, it's no longer a passion of mine because I don't skate anymore. But that was one of those things that I just loved. I would experience flow. And, and it just, it was easy to get out of bed in the morning to go do it because I I just truly loved it. That would be a passion. Now, purpose tends to be something that is more of an outwardly focused thing. So it's something that tends to be a little bit more longer term. So it doesn't necessarily come and go as passions do. It's usually the why behind what we do and what we can contribute to society, the greater good. What can we do and be in service to others? It's our North Star. It's it's what kind of drives our behaviors. It's our why. So those are the differences between passion and purpose. Okay. After so defining passion, those. Yeah. So passion is the what and purpose is the why. Essentially. Yeah. Yes. And one of the quotes that I wrote down is, purpose is the reason why we're put on this earth and your passions are your various ways to achieve it. Okay. That's is another helpful. way to kind of look at it. Yeah. Now, I do have to say these two words I know for you were triggering. Tell me about like when I brought this topic to you, what were your initial thoughts? Yeah, I had a lot of resistance to it. Just even those words are highly annoying and triggering to me. And I think it's because I heard, I've heard them my entire working life and felt very frustrated by them, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I heard the same fucking bullshit advice that you did, like, you know, follow your passion and, you know, figure that out and life will be great. Everything's going to be totally good once you do that. And I just never really knew what I was even passionate about. I would look at people who loved doing certain things and I was like, what? I don't feel that passionate about anything. And there's some things that I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like I, I'm interested in it, you know, but I just, at the time, I, there was nothing that I felt that powerfully about. And so I would always be very annoyed by that. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to do to even figure that out. So yeah. And then purpose, I was like, well, good luck. If I can't even figure out what I'm passionate about, how the fuck am I supposed to figure out my purpose? So I, these words were always very triggering to me and I would always get very annoyed by them. And I think that they're both things that could sometimes take a lifetime to figure out. I mean, not necessarily passions because, you know, those can come and go and change as we change. But purpose, I think, sometimes is something you have to sit with and, like, really kind of figure out. And I don't think I would have come close in my 20s. And I think I'm getting closer in my late 30s, but it's still tough. I think both of these words just 
are hard concepts for me personally to wrap my mind around. Mm-hmm. Well, in one of the articles that I had read, there were they had offered a few questions to ask yourself to h- kind of help to like dive in and start to identify what first what are passions because pr- passions let's start easy passions are going to be a little bit easier. So for passions, here are a few questions just to kind of think about. So what activities bring joy and satisfaction? What do I want to learn about no matter how much I learn? What makes me lose track of time? What do I get excited about? And what would I do if money was not an issue? So those are ultimately a few questions you can ask yourself to kind of start to kind of identify your passions. With those questions, are there any any things that came to mind for you like right away to kind of help to identify those for you? Yeah. So again, it's easier for me to do it now in my late 30s, but I don't think I could have done this in my 20s. I did not know myself well enough to be able to do this in my 20s. I was so horribly lost. I mean, I still am lost, but you know, I've <laughs> definitely learned more about myself and have a better grasp of who I am now, thank God. But I mean, just currently right now, my passions are definitely in the communication realm of, you know, writing. I write, I make sure I publish an article every week. I put the newsletter together with you that I'm very passionate about. And then also doing this podcast and producing this podcast every week as well is something that I'm really loving. So those are definitely my passions right now. And then also just in the health and wellness space, like I'm very passionate about taking care of myself, about meditating and journaling and being connected spiritually and taking my walks and getting my workouts. And like, those are things that I'm very passionate about and have been for a long time. Those haven't necessarily changed. So yeah. How about you? Yeah. So I would say that mine are like very aligned with yours. When I think about like what activities bring me joy and satisfaction, I would say reading. So like when I think about like joy, I I love I love reading about books. Like I love reading. I get Penguin Random House emails. I follow a blogger who, like I'd mentioned, Modern Mrs. Darcy, I'd mentioned in the past podcast, she writes about books and I love I just love picking out books for myself. I love reading. That's just one of the things that has really developed, I think, since the pandemic, where I started to have a little bit more time to read. And so that's one of them. And I I think it will be probably for most of my life. It just, it's awesome. I love diving into new worlds. What do, as far as when I think about like, what do I want to learn more about, no matter how much I learn about it? I would say the spirituality realm. I find it endlessly fascinating. I love, I just love the mystery. Yeah. It. Same, same. It it's just I I just am fascinated. I love listening to podcasts about it. I oh my gosh, I like I love 
astrology and tarot and listening to mediums talk on pop. I just love it. So like that's this a realm that I could learn more and more about it and never get tired of it. And yeah, what do I get excited about? Like what helps me like lose track of time? I get excited about recording these episodes. And I really, I lose track of time when I dive into creating our newsletter. So I would say that all of those things are are passions of mine. And and then, you know, health and health and fitness has always been a passion of mine from the get-go, you know, having, you know, since probably back in middle school, I loved learning about the human body, diving into my degree in kinesiology. It's just been it's just always been a passion. So I feel like passions are just, they're easier to connect with. They're easy to pick out because these are the sort of things that help motivate us to do things. Because if we like them and they bring us joy, then we're going to want to learn about them and we're going to want to develop new skills. And they kind of like those are like the little breadcrumbs along our path or like along our life path that like continue, like help us continue to like walk along. So, yeah. Yeah. And they help bring meaning and joy to our life. And I think that's why it's important to know what they are for you. Because when you when you can identify those things and you can be a little bit more intentional about doing these things. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it's definitely, you know, when I had a job, it was these were the things that brought me joy outside of my nine to five. And they really helped me even get through my nine to five is because I had these things in the periphery that would just kind of help me get through the week, you know? So I do think it's really important to, to just like take some time to identify them because it does. Yeah, you're right. It does bring more joy to your life, motivates you more, gets you out of bed. So the next one, purpose is harder. And I I liked what you had said before is, like before we had started recording, you're like, I think that we really complicate purpose. And I would agree with you. and. According to the the reading that I had done, there are a few questions to ask yourself about how to start to identify your purpose. And you, I think one of the quotes that had stuck out to me, and I'm not sure if you will agree with this, but this was from the author John Coleman, and he is the author of um, the book Passion and Purpose. And he said that you do not find your purpose, you build it. And so with the questions to try to figure this out is these are not easy either. Like I had a hard time thinking about these. But first question is, how will the world be better? Well, how will the world be better off thanks to you? What are your your unique gifts and superpowers? Who have you been when you've been at your best? And who must you fiercely become? So I'm going to be honest, I'm not so sure these helped much. And I think that it was it was helpful to me to kind of identify 
this thread that has kind of been through my life that helped me kind of like understand like, oh, that might be a part of my purpose. And I think for me, when I I think the question that helped me narrow it down a little bit was the question of like, who have I been when I've been at my best? And I think one of my purposes here is, is teaching. And the first, like my first start to my career in teaching was when I had graduated college and taught English in South Korea. And I would not say that I was a great teacher by any means. I would just say that it felt, it felt in alignment with who I am. Yeah. Like it came, it came easily to me, I guess. And I enjoyed it. And then, you know, coming out of that, you know, I think being a personal trainer, you and in health coach, you're you're teaching people. You know, I'm I'm teaching people, you know, good form. And I'm I'm teaching people not only like how to work out, but also, you know, how to recover and that sort of thing. So it's been kind of this like this kind of common thread that's been throughout throughout my life. So I think that's one of them. But how about for you? Well, <laughs> I think absolutely being a teacher is your purpose. Like hands down, I can see that as an external party to your life, that you are a wonderful teacher and it does come very easily to you. It's not something you ever had to really work at necessarily. And I just feel like it's a very natural thing for you. You know what this, I'm so sorry. I, I You know what? It just popped into my head. You know, when we were kids and we would play I don't even remember. I remember playing. I was like the gymnastics coach. And then we would do, you know, cartwheels and stuff in the in the backyard. We would do like routines in the backyard. And then we would judge each other on our routines. <laughs> and I remember, I remember being like someone's coach, you know, like Haley's coach. And like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't like, remember this, but I I mean this tracks. <laughs> I would choreograph a routine for her. Like it's so ridiculous, but it's so clearly like even when I was younger that it was something I like gravitated towards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that that's kind of like in line with how they define purpose. You know, it's something that's kind of I mean, I understand that John Cole was his name. John Coleman. John Coleman. I understand that he says it has to be built, but I feel like purpose sometimes is just kind of innately in us, and mm-hmm. it's something that we more so uncover. Mm-hmm. And purpose for me, I mean, we talked about this before we hit record. I have a hard time identifying mine, and you were like, well, it's communication. <laughs> like, You know, like you have always just been you know, a communicator and through writing or, you know, whatever. It has to be through writing because I hate public speaking and it completely terrifies me and is my worst nightmare. So yeah, I mean, writing was definitely something that I always enjoyed doing and something that did kind of come easily to me. 
And also just, yeah, wanting to find answers to bigger questions. I've always been very inquisitive and observant. And that's always just been kind of a bigger part of my life as well. It's just I'm always kind of in search of something. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And I think that that's communication for sure. Being a communicator is one of your purposes. And I think the second one, I think for both of us, is that we were seekers. I mean, like you said, we're just constantly curious about these things. And I love diving into it. I love like writing. I have a full page of notes on passion and purpose right here. And like, I love being able to have something pop into my mind. And I love to be able to do the research on it. And I love to be able to take notes on it and then talk about it with people. Like, I I love that. And I think that being a seeker is just something that will be a common thread throughout the rest of our lives. I can't imagine ever not pondering things. Yeah, and me either. Just even yeah. having like that growth mindset and like, you know, always wanting to learn something from an experience or from a person or from a failure. Uh, that's always probably going to be in me. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, and then ultimately, so you do the work of asking yourself these questions and you do the work of identifying your passion or passions and you start to uncover what your purpose is. I would also say if you're struggling like I did to even figure out your purpose, just like ask someone who knows you really well. Because Kelly had no problem identifying mine right away. I think it's really hard sometimes to see ourselves clearly. We're just too close to the source. <laughs> and I think asking someone who knows you is um, probably a good idea for people like me who just have a problem seeing ourselves clearly sometimes. <laughs> Which is, it's so funny to me too, because you're like, oh, this is just, these words piss me off. Like, I've never liked these words, just such like bullshit. I've never known. And I was like, oh my gosh, how have you not known your purpose? <laughs> like, this is so clear. Um, Probably you know, because I've tried too hard. I've searched, I've been searching and it's just been there the whole time. Like, <laughs> you've been seeking it. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like clear as day. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I'm just, I probably just completely overcomplicated it and it got so convoluted in my head. And, you know, if someone is an external party and just sees you for who you are, they can probably identify it in a moment. Mm -hmm. And I would say that, like, kind of common purposes, like after diving in a little bit, would be like, healers so people who are tend to be like in the the medical realm of some sort or even just like therapy realm like there you know people can have that purpose of wanting to heal helpers you know caregivers that's a huge that's a really strong purpose yeah teaching is a really strong purpose i mean the, like kind of going along those realms of like purpose is really simple it's not you know, convoluted. It, like I said, it's really just kind of like what 
ultimately kind of drives your drives you drives your behavior so but my next question in you know along the walk that i had with wanting to know what these how these words differ and why they were important to know if you if you've thought about the questions you've identified them then what like why do we even need to know what these things are. And like I said, with passions, it's good to kind of know those because they do bring joy and meaning to your life. And purpose drives drives what we do. And it's the why behind we do things. But I know in the professional realm, they're like, oh, if you can, if you think about a Venn diagram and you can have these two maybe intersect and you can create a profession or you can find a profession where you have the passion and you have the purpose, you're golden. You've got it. But I don't really know that that's true. What, yeah. are, what are your thoughts behind that? If you can have those two, if you can be so privileged and so maybe lucky to say that you can have those two intersect, I don't, I don't think that that's where the story ends. I don't think it is a happily ever after. I just think there's too many other factors that like it's, you know, I've had when it comes to jobs, like I have had writing jobs and I've had jobs in the communication realm. And I will say that they weren't great. You know, I didn't love them. And it's because there's too many other factors at play. You know, it depends who you're working with, who your colleagues are, like what the culture is like, what the manager, like who the manager is and their manager style. And there's so many other factors that contribute to your enjoyment of your job that I just don't think it's as simple as merging a passion and a purpose. I think that's very oversimplified. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I ultimately, with my purpose of of teaching and then my my passion of health and wellness and fitness, you know, and having this career of personal trainer, I I had those, I, I did, I had those intersect, but I struggled to pay my bills all the time. I I struggled to save anything. I I mean, until only just a few years ago, did I even start a Roth? Like, uh, because I didn't have enough money. I didn't have enough surplus at the end of the month to to even to save anything. So, like, that was a huge thing for me. Is like the the reality of living. In America, you got bills and you need to make money in order to pay them. And like, even though these things are intersecting and you do feel strong purpose and you do have a passion for it, that is not the be all end all. Like, it's just not, it's not going to be it. I will say that having those two intersect kept me in this profession for 13 years. But with those two intersecting, just, you know, with business ownership, I burnt out. Yeah. I think a and, lot of people do. I, I think the burnout rate 
of those that, you know, are passionate about something happens a lot when you're needing that passion to also pay your bills. Mm -hmm. So as much as it is important to identify, to define and then identify these things, I think what I may be starting to develop or figure out and is that I can foster my passions and I can still have a very, I can still utilize my purpose in things that are outside of a job. Because I'm thinking that, and this, once again, this is just where I'm at in my life right now. There's just this like moment in time that I'm not entirely sure I want my passion and my purpose, per se, to be the money maker. I, from my experience, I did burn out really hard. And I am thinking now that if I can just have a job, be a job to bring in the money and to pay the bills. But I think the key is still to be able to have time to foster the passions and continually develop the purpose, I think is what I'm trying to find. Mm, yeah, that perfect balance. I may be, I mean, I'll probably be trying to do this until I want to retire is ultimately finding that perfect balance. But I think that's kind of where, you know, doing this podcast with you and creating this newsletter, I think I'm starting to meld those two again. But it is so easy going right now because you I don't have that pressure of it needing to make money. Yeah. Or even it can, like needing to be successful. Yeah. Because I can have a job to bring in what I need to be bringing in to pay the bills. Yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking right now. I don't know. That's the thing. Like when we, you know, started this podcast, I, we don't, I don't have the answers here. I am stumbling along with these things. And this has just happened to be a thought that had popped into my mind that I thought that maybe a lot of other people are maybe struggling with. For you, what are your thoughts? Like, is your ultimate goal to try to melt these two and to also have it pay the bills? Or are you thinking, hey, I actually want to keep these two separate? So I think the dream is to make enough money at the thing you really enjoy, but have it not be an all-consuming thing that takes up all of your time. <laughs> I think balance is a huge thing for me. So until I get to that place where I'm making the money that I want to make at the thing that I love, like I will probably just, yeah, take a job of some sort to help 
bring in some money, pay the bills, and then yeah, have the, hopefully have the time and the energy for my passions on the side. I think that that's probably a healthier way to go for now. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated though. So if you are listening to this and you've got some more insights on this, or you just kind of want to share your story on your passion, your purpose, are you finding that you can fund your life with melding these two together? Or are you also struggling with having these be a part of your job? Are you burning out with it too? So please let us know. This is just going to be a nice ongoing conversation. I don't have the answers. So I am interested. But yeah, that's all that's in my mind today. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Sister Seekers podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at sisterseekerspodcast at gmail.com. If you felt connected to this episode, make sure to click follow on our show page so you never miss a future episode. Please leave us a glowing review and share with your fellow seekers. Until next time.